0: Buenos días. Buenos días. Buenos días. Welcome to today's Mayito minute. You guys know how Facebook has those uh, memories that they pop up in your feed where they say, "Hey, do you remember this from, you know, this time ago?" Well, today I got one and I'm going to make it the center of our episode for today. I got one from 4 years ago. And it was a picture of me and an athlete that I was doing some work with that lives here locally in the same town that I live. And for one of our sessions, we decided to get together and he's a runner and he had a workout that he needed to do leading up to an important competition, leading up to, I believe it was the Boston Marathon or no, I'm sorry, it was the the Dallas Marathon, the White Rock Marathon. And so he said, I would like for our next session for you to come out and for you to just kind of be there as I do this workout and kind of talk me through and walk me through it and help me, you know, uh, have a great workout. And I said, absolutely, I can totally do that. And so I asked him ahead of time, you know, what the workout was and the workout was a four by one mile workout. And these mile repeats were to be done at his 10K race pace, which is obviously faster than marathon race pace because it's a shorter distance, but it's not quite as fast as 5K race pace. But nonetheless, it was a pretty intense workout that he was having to do. And I had an idea about what to do for this particular workout, but I didn't let him know until I arrived on that day and we met at a local park here. And I said, okay, I said, uh, you know, what do you have in mind for a warm up? And he told me and I said, okay, go, you know, go ahead and go, uh, go warm up, you know, and uh, then come back and we'll chat about your workout and kind of what we're going to do. So he comes back from his warm up, and then I said, okay, so you've got four by a mile. And I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start your workout and you're going to give me the watch that's on your wrist right now. And he's like, what? And I said, yeah. I said, you're not going to have the uh, metric of time available to you. So he was kind of like, all right, well, but I told him, I said, what we're going to do though is that I'm going to give you your first mile repeat. I'm going to give you what you run that in. So you're going to start your workout and you're going to go based off a of feel and you have a certain pace that you need to run. And when you're done with that first one, I'm gonna tell you whether you were fast or whether you were slow or whether you were right on where you needed to be. And then from there, you need to be in tune. So while you're doing that first my repeat, you need to be in tune with what you're doing. You need to be focused on how you feel, your, your stride frequency, the movements of your arms, your breathing, like all of those things. And then when you cross the line and I tell you too fast or too slow or just right, then you're going to have to make that adjustment on your own to hit the next three repeats that you've got. So obviously, you know, talking about this afterwards, he was like, that's a pretty scary moment because I always have a watch and I always know my times and I'm always looking at it at the half mile mark. I can tell, okay, great. I can lock this in and, you know, whatever. Or I don't hit a repeat and I know on the next one, okay, I was, I was slow by four seconds. Okay. I've got to pick that up for the next one or whatever that happens to be. You've got very specific concrete information, not just a, Hey, uh, you were fast on that one, or Hey, you were slow on that one. And then literally not getting anything from me for the remainder of the workout. Because when he did the second one, I didn't say anything. When he did the third one, I didn't say anything. When he did the last one, I didn't say anything in terms of what his times were. But what we did do in between all of those was we talked about, well, how did it feel Did it feel like the effort level was the same as it was on the previous one? Did it feel like you like you got close? Do you feel like you're performing at that level, that that time, that metric that you feel you need to be at? And we had those conversations in between each. But obviously, you know, the great amount of suspense building up was as he's going through this workout, you know, how am I really doing? Like, what are my times like? Like, am I, am I doing, am I having a great workout? Am I just having a decent kind of a normal workout? Am I having a bad workout? Because for all he knew, he slowed down on repetitions two, three, and four, but he would have never known because I wouldn't have told him, or he might have been going way faster on repetitions two, three, and four, and I never would have told him. So he didn't have any idea of how well he was performing. All he really knew was how he felt his stride pattern, his breathing, his arms, and how frequently they were swinging back and forth and whether his biomechanics were solid. That was all he was focusing on. Now, fast forwarding to the conclusion of this workout, the moment he had been waiting for after he did his cool down comes back to me. And obviously, well, how did shake out? And I began to read him off his times, at which point he got really excited and was actually really surprised because he started off and every repeat from the first to the fourth got faster. And yet the perception of his effort stayed about the same, or was lower. In other words, I asked him after each repeat, how hard did that one feel? And he would say something like, it felt about the same as the previous one, or it actually felt a little bit easier because I focused on my stride frequency maybe on this one a little bit better. Or I focused on a landmark and I didn't do that previously, so that took a little bit of the difficulty or the perception of that effort k- k- kind of brought it down some. And this ended up being one of, in his words, it ended up being one of the, his best workouts that he had ever had without the use of a watch, without the use of a timing device, without the use of a metric telling him how he was performing. So I bring you this to ask some questions. Is it possible that there are times when the things we use to measure our efforts and workouts are actually hindering us more than helping us? For the runner, that's a watch. For the cyclist, it could be a power meter. Are there times when they're doing us more harm than good? Based on what I just shared with you from this athlete, the answer is yes. And I have more stories of these kinds of things happening, by the way, where it's better to focus on yourself. It's better to focus on something internal about you. It's better to focus on the effort that you're putting forth because here's what's becoming more of a lost art. What's becoming more of a lost art with all of these gadgets and toys and gizmos is how well do we know ourselves? How self-aware are we? Do I really need something to tell me that my sleep score was a certain number? Or can I just wake up and be like, you know what, I feel fresh as a daisy. I got a really good night's sleep. Or you know what, I feel dead dog tired. I bet my sleep was pretty restless last night. Do we really need something to give us that information? Or is there a place for us just knowing ourselves well enough to know when some things are happening or not happening? This is where it gets interesting because we're all different. And there is a place for science, there is a place for metrics and wearables and those kinds of things. 100% this athlete knew what the pace he needed to run looked like because he's run with a watch before and run those times and when the watch was taken away from him, he still was able to kinda go into his mental Rolodex and say, I think this is kinda where I need to be in order to hit that time. So he was able to do that. But taking opportunities, folks, I'm gonna leave us with this. My recommendation is having sessions having exercises, or whatever it is for you, days where you literally go based on your intuition. You literally go based on your hunch. You literally go based on how well you know yourself. And then you go, and you train, and you execute based on those feelings, based on your understanding of yourself and what you know to be the particular workout training session that you've got in front of you and going about that to the best of your ability to successfully complete that particular training session. There's a place for that. I think we should do that. Maybe not all of the time, but we should do it sometimes. So there it is. All right, folks, that's what I've got for you today. I hope that you guys are enjoying the content. If you are, if you haven't already done, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of this content. Also, do someone else a favor. Let them know about the podcast. Say, hey, my Ito Minutes, is podcast over here, this guy shares some pretty neat stuff. It's applicable to us. I think you'd enjoy it. And let somebody else know about the podcast. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your continued support. Until next time.